Guns out, guns out, fuck the SFA. Hello and welcome to the Broken Hearts podcast. The Grumpy Cat has been allowed to host again. I am joined, I'm Paddy, I am joined this week by Hammy. We are on our skeleton crew. Um, I believe Jarvie's become an Aberdeen fan because they're finishing third. All he wants is European jollies, so he couldn't be on tonight because he's up in Aberdeen. Definitely. Cameron is, I believe, on the second week of his Turkish holiday. We'll leave it up to the listeners to think what he's doing over there, but it is definitely to do with his hair and height. And Simon's working, I believe. Only yeah. a respectable one of us all. Ah, exactly. But I we'll get straight into it. Jarvie's left notes as usual, and we'll try and bash through them. He, yeah, he's got no life. Apparently, and this is great news for anybody who want a bit more pace in the team, Michael Smith and Liam Boyce expected back for the Aberdeen game. So that'll be good. Yeah. More pace and power in the squad. Yeah. Exactly what we need. I think, like, the Michael Smith thing, like, I, th- I feel like Atkinson's actually come onto a game now. Yeah. So Michael Smith and James Hill looked great right back when he played there. So not really needed. Boyce uh, will probably come onto it in a wee bit with Humphreys just deciding to fuck off. <laughs> I guess it's good to have another strike. And I can't believe he's back fit already. Yeah, I know. Turn around for a, a very serious injury. An injury that's kept Benny out all season. Aye, aye. They must not be using the same steroids. <laughs> <laughs> clearly not, clearly not. So, but, yeah, I mean, mixed news. I guess it's always good for a player to come back for injuries, though, as well. Yeah, as I agree with the Smith thing, though, he shouldn't be getting anywhere near that team now. It yeah. was Atkinson that got the assist for the Ginelli goal as well, I believe, so... It was, yeah, so... Yeah, I'd, I'd maybe put Smith on up front for the last 10 minutes against Hibs or something and give him a send-off, but... <laughs> Not in games we actually need to win. No, oh, I agree. My theory is that Inverness are going to win the Scottish Cup anyway, so none of this matters. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> well, um, no, it would be terrible for us, but at the same time, <laughs> you'd have to laugh or you'd cry. Probably bankrupt us, but anyway. Um, Hart's not appealing the, the, the Cochrane red card, which is a sensible thing to do because that was, would just end up in a 10-game ban. Although they are feeling the Haring red card, which is the right thing to do, because we'll get onto that in a minute as well. But Jesus Christ, they need to sort the refereeing out in this country. Yeah, I thought I was reading earlier actually when I was doing my um, pre-podcast revision, obviously, that um, the way it sort of fell with Cochrane's missing games and things, that if they had appealed it, I think he would have been free for the St. Mellon game, but then he could have potentially missed. The Rangers game. Yeah. So I, I think they, they sort of looked at it and went, you know what? And I think I think if you appeal it and you lose, you can also I mean Shinny got an extra game added on as well. So Aye. you know it's not it's not great. And we never would have won that one. I don't care how much I don't don't think that was a red card. There was no way in hell they're gonna turn around and say they made a mistake <laughs> with that one. Um it would have just set like new precedents and things and I 
it's more easy for them just to double down. The Haring one, I will go into more detail, but I'm, I am very glad we're appealing that one yeah. because that is even, probably even more nonsensical. <laughs> I agree. The Cochrane one, so you would have played against St Mirren and like you said, they were never going to um, thingy it. So he'd have got a three-game ban, which would have meant missing the rest of the season. So and we oh we need him because you know yeah Kingsley's not been great. So aye, completely um, off the ball. Um, I yeah, good good talking about. Liam, he's put Liam McFarlane off to Hamilton on an emergency loan. That's great. He'll get experience. Nobody cares. Um. We have signed up a whole load of players, <laughs> though. Yeah. Um, again, doing my in-depth research, I was reading about uh, the Lowland League team needing 20 players. So as much as it <clears throat> obviously looks great, highlights are oh, we're signing up youth players, they're probably just getting signed for that 20-squad Lowland League team. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, a, a few of them are, are probably hot prospects as well. I think he's got down there that Gus Stevenson was wanted by Man City. There is a oh, there is obviously some talent in there, but you, it's, it's annoying what these big Premier League teams do. Though they, they sign up these youngsters and just yeah, so it's, it's it's hard to gauge at that age. But listen, more youth is good. Um, <laughs> it's better for Hearts in the long run. So it's, it's you know I think Luke uh, Rafe and Aiden Denham have, have certainly got. A good pedigree. They feel, I feel like they've been in, in the young squad for a while now. So yeah. you never know. We might see one of them. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, I'm 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 now definitely of the persuasion that Naismith will probably be our manager next season. Especially yeah, I think he definitely will, to be honest. It's all pointing in that direction. If we get fourth, I'm right in saying that that's an early July start. Um Europe. no, end of July start. Well, that's all right then. That gives them enough time. And end of July slash start of August. So that does give them two months to get a new manager in. And I mean, the amount of players we're just letting go. <laughs> we need about another 10. This is like Hearts from 10 years ago. Just letting yeah. after yeah. go. I know. I'm sure Jarvie will be chomping at the bit, waiting for the, the rumour mill to open up. Um, we'll probably drop a few in anyway, but. Jason Cummins and things, but um, <laughs> we do need a quite a lot of a lot of uh, new players coming in. We 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 fucking help. We still need players from the start of this season that we never ever signed. Like, if we can centre back and things like that, so yeah, yeah, there's a lot of rebuilding to do, and we do need a manager in soon. Um, the players will be, you know, twenty seventh the last game. Players will then go on their what, four weeks holiday. Back in start of July, so uh, there's really not a lot of downtime, um, and there's a lot of work to be done. Great, great times. Um, apparently, Janelli's been offered a new contract again, and I, for one, although I've fallen into this trap before, but I would quite like to see him sign. Although, I do think, is he playing this well because he's playing for a contract? It's such know. a weird one, isn't it? You know. Like I would sign him up definitely. He's uh, you know, a great player on his day. Chips with quite a few goals this season, and I I'd agree that he just doesn't. He never looks fucking arse though. You know, he always <laughs> looks just like he's hating life, and maybe that's just him, right? That's that's the thing. Some people 
are just different. But um, again, if we've got up to two weeks, yeah. So right, we've got two weeks till the end of the season. I think if he was going to sign next season, he probably would have done it already. I don't, I don't know. But maybe he's waiting to see where we finish and whether we have European football, though, um, which might be a, a big pull. But I do think Hearts need to, and you saw it at the transfer window at the start of the season, we need to be a bit more, Yeah. you know, if you're not signing, fuck off, we'll go find somebody else. Yeah, exactly. We need to be more proactive and dealing with players. And you'd think with a director of football we would be, but <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> Doesn't always work it that way, does it? <laughs> no. Uh, Javi's next moment of genius on his list is, does he think we'll break our transfer record this summer? He said, keep in mind, we spent 500k on Shankland and nearly 300 on Keo. 300 on Keo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I think that all depends on if we qualify for Europe, to be honest. Um, I, I, I think if we don't, then there's no chance that they're spending 500k on another player again. It'll be loan deals and frees and lower amounts of money they spend. It's annoying because, you know, I find it hard to criticise the club for being financially prudent. You know, I mean, if it was me, I'd just be like splashing the cash. But you know, that's that's why I don't own a football club. Well, there's many reasons I don't own a football club, but that's probably one of them. Is um, so yeah, it's to, I think you know the way things are going. I'm sure Hibs just spent north of seven hundred thousand or something on that yuan. Um, aye, You know when. And I'm, you know that I find that American player they had who was on stupid loads of money, and you know, so it's never always a good thing. I think that you know, is actually quite a good player, and he'll be a good signing for them. Um, but I do think we'll get to the point where even you know, you know the world, the way the world's gone, fucking inflation and shit like that. It's it's just getting more expensive, and the fact that we haven't beat our transfer record from Bislegia from, what, 15 years ago or whatever. Was it that long ago? Uh, it's close to being that long ago. Roughly. It's me- I find that mental. But uh, we are, we're a, a very financially well-run club. We've got a lot of money sloshing uh, about in there. So I do think we maybe need to, you know, open the purse a wee bit and spend a bit more. And 500k on Shanklin, that's a great bit of business. 300k on Keel. Not so much. So, you know, we, we need to find the right balance there as well, rather than just spending, pissing money at the wall, essentially. But I think I think the signs are there that are good. We have, we have spent good money, but yeah. spent less bad money as well, is what I mean. I, I I totally agree, and I agree with the money on Keo, but I don't think it's because I necessarily believe Keo's a bad player. It's because we already had 500 holding midfielders and didn't have like 500 yeah. I'd agree. I, and I think in the grand scheme of things, in football, 300k is probably not a lot of money. Well, it is to us, obviously, but, you know, in football terms, it's not masses. You know, fucking players get that a week of wages. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't, again, I agree. I don't think it's that bad a player, but uh, do we need to spend that 300k? Nah, we, yeah. not a chance. 500k on Shankland is, yeah, 100. That's and that's really a lot of it for us. So, um, yeah, yeah, as long as we're smart with it, I think we should be able to spend the money. And I, I do think the people that we've got at the club now are able to find that good player. I'm not, 
worried I'm jinxed it now. It's <laughs> <laughs> spending a million quid on some player that plays like three games and gets injured or something. <laughs> this leaves you. <laughs> to be honest with you, I do like the fact that we are scouting and sort of we got Odin in January and stuff like that. And we are looking at that's probably the sort of markets we need to be looking in. And we've already raided Australia before, and there'll be hidden gems there, I'd imagine. Jason Cummings. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Cummings. But I, I think they've, I think they're spreading their their wings a bit further than just the Scottish Championship or the English Championship, which is nice. And, and I'm glad because, uh, I you you'll probably get some hidden gems there, but more often than not, it's players that I don't feel really add much to the team. No, not at all. Um, I agree. Um, and it's this is the thing for me with the manager search as well. There's no point in just going out and getting a guy that's done it in the league before. Do you know what I mean with a middle of the table team? Because he's already shown where he's going to take a team to. It's the Stuart Robinson links and crap like that. Yeah. Point. Take a take a punt on somebody more exotic. Is what I think. But it's definitely going to be Stephen Naismith, so it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hearts ladies best Hibs two one at the Orion went on to get beat of Rangers but that's fourth secured. All right, sorry, this is Jarvis grammar. I'll try. I'll, I'll start again, listeners. Hearts beat Hibs ladies at the Orion, but then got beat off of Rangers. They still secured fourth though. A very good season by all accounts, and it is really impressive. Yeah, I was looking at the the table earlier on. Um, I think two of the Hearts ladies made it in the team of the year as well. So. It has been. It's it's the it's weird how it mirrors the the men's league so much when you've got yeah. Rangers, Celtic, and Glasgow City are just like romping away the top three places. Yeah. But but Hearts have done. I think they were a, a good gap between them and fifth. So it, it does seem to be a, a good season. Ava Olad and all of them there have have done really well. So yep. congratulations to them. Job. Yep. Um. And I think this shows we've also we're also light years behind those three. They've been paying players for. For ages now, we've only yeah. started this season, so that and, is you know, it's probably. I know that we, we focus completely and solely on the men's team and how shite they're doing, but the rest of the, the club and other things actually seem to be doing quite well. So, <laughs> they're good, you know, they're doing really well, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, we've got a hotel, we've got a good women's team, and all that. Yeah, or the men's team, if we could just improve that a wee bit, that'd be great. We'd be, yeah, exactly. That would be a good happy club. <laughs> Um, he's got Lyle Cameron has signed a two-year deal with Dundee. I think I'd have been fine with them coming in. I'm fine with them not coming in. I think the fact Dundee got promoted would suggest that he would stay around. It's his boyhood club as well, so he was going to stay around a bit longer. I think when I mean, I've seen it happen. You know, I I know there's this VFC I've been linked with him, and a few other teams have been linked with him, and all that was going through my head was, you know, maybe he signed a two-year deal with a promise that if a deal comes in, if, if an offer comes in, he gets let go, which would be really nice. I wish my Hearts players would do that. But um not talking about anyone in particular, but <laughs> you'd, I mean, we lose players for nothing, it really fucking hurts me. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think he, he looked... When, I, I mean, I can't say I've seen him much, but I've seen him in the, uh, when they were on playing... Queen's Park, it was. That's it. Um he looked good. He did. Yeah. He, I, I don't know. Again, I don't know too much about him, but it seems like a good young Scottish player. So, 
And I, I don't mind signing players like that. It's because you know they're, they're relatively going to be on low wages and, and it's low risk. If it doesn't work out necessarily, it's it's not the end of the world. But it would have been nice to have them. But you yeah. never know. We might we might um, smash your transfer budget on them. <laughs> yeah, on Lyle Cameron. Another <laughs> central midfielder. <laughs> Just what we need. <laughs> Um, and well, this is this is finally from Jarvie, but I've got one more point after this one. It's Humphreys has gone back to Wigan, which I am slightly mixed about, to be honest with you. No, I'm the same. I I think there's, I think we've been told a a, a reason that's not entirely true um, as well. I think something's going on behind the scenes and and all that. I think chucking away your second striker, who's I've just noticed is also. Oh Christ! Uh, in the calendar, Hearts calendar for me, it's Robert Snodgrass and Stephen Humphreys. So, <laughs> poor month. Neither uh, of them made it to the end of the month. One didn't even start it. <laughs> but no, sorry, when it was they were. I was looking at the calendar because it's two weeks left of the season, and we're we're getting rid of our only other striker. Seems a bit fucking stupid, in my opinion. But um. Uh, yeah, I think there's something in the background there. Yeah, this this again to me is another reason why I think it probably is Naismith getting the job. I just wonder if he's no one of Naismith's boys, so Naismith's gone. There's no point in keeping him around because I'm not going to play him. And am I right in saying Humphreys hasn't been on the bench that much under Naismith either? He's missed a couple um, of games. Don't remember... He- he on wasn't the bench. on the bench last. Well, he wasn't on the bench at the weekend there. No. Um. So it seems to it does seem to be rather injury prone this season. He's he's been yeah. in and out of the team with injuries a lot. There was he was he was like came on against Celtic. So um near the end. Um. And yeah, he seems to have floated in and out of the team. And there was a bit in the article that said he'd, he'd spoken to Naismith about his playing time, um, which I think is fine. And I, I don't, I don't, I'm, there's nothing wrong with that for players wanting to play, um, whether they're good enough. And I think Humphreys was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was more miffed that he's maybe, you know, never know. We mentioned that maybe Boyce is, is planning to be back. <laughs> But you do think if Shanklin picks up an injury, hopefully not. It's just like fuck's sake, come on! It's a really important part of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Cool gets a run out in the next three games. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just look for Jim um, as well, just if there's any bad omens. And it is uh, Michael Smith, Ross Stewart, and Peter Haring, who all three might also be away at the end of the season. So. <laughs> Um, oh, what a time! The calendar is cursed, clearly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just think he was. To be honest with you, he'd always performed better coming off the bench than he ever did starting. Oh yeah, no, I would agree with that. Yeah, um, he's got some, some great goals to his name. Um, if, None of them goals of the season, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. And yeah, I think it was a great option to have off the bench. I think I can't remember where when he did start. Um, Shankland got dropped from Shane. He did start, and he, I want to say he scored, but I might be wrong with that. But yeah, he, he didn't. When he came off the bench, he was a different type of player, and that's always useful to have as well. So, I, 
I hope we don't live to regret this. But yeah, maybe he was a cunt. <laughs> exactly. Now this is not on Javi's list, but I'm gonna I'm putting it in now is um the red card for Peter Haring for the tackle where he didn't even touch the player. In fact, was behind the player and the player could have kept running on. Um the the standard of refereeing seems to get worse week in, week out in Scotland and it's never been good. I d I don't Again, I, 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 yeah, no, I, there's no one. I, I, it's just it's a cynical professional foul. Um, it's a yellow card every day of the week. Like I, I, and and again, I'm sitting here going, why is Var not looked at that? And no, apparently Var did look at it, but thought there was nothing wrong, which makes it even worse. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, just this another day where. You know, I don't think we we played particularly well anyway, but it, it's end. always going to be harder when you're you're playing with ten men and ten men unnecessarily. And so I fuck the fucking rest. Aye, exactly. But we've appealed it, and I'm I'm would be shocked if we don't win that appeal. Yeah, shocked. If, if we don't, then there is surely a vendetta against Hearts because. Honestly, I've seen it a couple of times now, and he is back. It's weird. From the angles I've seen it, it doesn't even look like he touches the St Mirren player. The St Mirren player still could run through. The St Mirren player dives, essentially. But anyway, aye. Now we're moving on to the game, and oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give you a, a, a brief... Uh, I mean, I was furious at half time, but I... I... I had a quick little kickback and there was sack the board threads <laughs> being created. The game though, the uh, we lined up fairly similar. Um, Halliday at left back, which wasn't a good decision. Rose Sibic at centre back, Hill at right back. Uh, Peter Han, who we just spoke about, and Devlin in centre midfield, and then you had a sort of front four again, which I think works quite well. Of Mackay, Janelli, Shankland, and Oda, um, four very good attacking players actually. Yeah. Again, our defence let us down. Um, I do think. Um, I do think. What was I going to say? That Halliday playing at left back is is not something I want to see again. But Kingsley oh. wasn't on the bench, so. Um, Maybe he's the next player that's getting released. <laughs> Maybe I can't even remember how long he's still got. Actually. I think he's still got a year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, I think he's a useful player to have around, come in when you need him. But I, I, I don't know. At left back, he just yeah, it's weird. When he was in the championship, he was phenomenal. Last season as well, actually, scoring free kicks and stuff like that in the league and was just played really well. But this season has just been not good. And you th- you think maybe it is just the the um the lack of game time. He's maybe yeah. very rusty. Um, I guess it's hard to come in at such short notice and play it left back. Um, but yeah, if we we got hooked at half time, I think uh, for Atkinson, he made a difference. Um, came on. We started off terribly. Uh, <laughs> I think it's, it's fair to say the Mirren players were just absolutely buggering us. They had, a, I think they had a goal chopped off. 
at the start. Um, for offside. Yeah. So they they did ball in the back of the net a couple of times. They they then scored. I think it was from a corner or a free kick. Um, a corner it was. Ball yeah. in the box, and we we just um we just can't defend balls into the box at the moment. A header sort of across the box from maybe around about the the edge of the penalty box, back across the entire goal, <laughs> um, where I think, you know, there's an argument there that Clark should maybe be coming out and collecting that, because um, the boy, like, fucking ball is in for knee height. So, you know, if a defender's not getting there, the keeper should maybe make his presence known and come out and collect that. Yeah. But either either way, it's a terrible, bo- a terrible goal to lose, a terrible... Terrible defending from both both points, but you know, like all season we've been absolutely terrible with balls yeah. in the box. Cannot defend crosses. Nah, can um, he just be Halkett not being there as well? There has to be something fundamentally wrong with what's happening. Yeah, and it's poor marking and poor positioning from from all the, and not even just the defenders, the midfielders that are back and you know the strikers and things. And ah, uh, it's it's. It's something that needs to be changed. We need a big bruiser at the back who just sweeps up all that stuff, which obviously Halkett was. But you know, if we lose him, then we need to replace that. We we fucking never have. Yeah. We then when the second goal came at uh, just before half time, um, a foul given at the edge of the the box, which in my opinion wasn't a foul. I think Hill wins the ball fair and square with a header. They get a free kick and it's a direct free kick. They score from another set piece. We're losing a goal from. Um, again, I would question Clark's position in there, but also the fucking wall needs to do its job. It, it doesn't move. The, the four players standing there don't jump. The ball's not. I think if they jump, it's hitting the wall. Um, Clark's maybe a bit too far over, but. It's a good free kick. It's it's well hit. It's in the bottom of the corner. So, you know, again, a few few complaints there. I think we could, we again we could have done better, but I also think it was never a free kick in the first place. So, another <laughs> unjust decision. And I don't think we had an effort on goal in the first half. Or I think when when I looked at half time at the stats, I think we had one effort on goal. Sorry, with about 70 percent possession, and it was just like fuck me. This this is Nielsen all over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, aye, and then we came out for the second half, and we're still rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> the Ginelli goal came out of nowhere. A ball, yeah. great ball into the box actually by Atkinson, and a good finish by Ginelli, who had looked completely disinterested up until that point of the game. Aye, it was. It was a, a lovely ball into the box. Um. From Cameron's favourite player, Atkinson. <laughs> um, and again, again, a good finish. But I can't believe, again, very poor defender. I can't believe it got to when it got to for yeah. to put it to end. But, you know, you got to take these. Exactly. These um, so, yeah, I, again, good played in the right. And it gave us a bit of a bit of hope. We've seen that and I went, oh, we might actually be able to do this. Um, yep. That, so then, that was scored on the 73rd minute. Keel yep. was brought on for James Hill an extra midfielder for a defender with Haring going to centre-back on the 75th minute. And then on the 77th minute, Peter Haring was sent off. (laughs) We were short of a (laughs) centre-back for the rest of the game. 
but still went for it. <laughs> <laughs> so you like to see. <laughs> and then then another Shanks penalty just to get it up, Hibs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, when I seen it at the time, I was a bit like, that's clearly a pen. And then there seemed to be a lot of chat about how it was soft and such, but I mean, I've watched it back and granted, I'll, I'll, I'll say he goes down fairly easily, but the player's put his hand on his back, so yeah. I don't think there's really much... You know, if the, the, the defender doesn't put his hand there, he's at, it's like a forearm pushes it into his back. It's it's soft, I'll give you that. It's yeah, very soft. It was quite but, soft. But... In the, the last minute of the game... Your striker or, or forward feels an arm in his back. He's going to go down in the box. Down, you know that, that's as a, and again he's running away for goal. The same defender doesn't need to touch him. You just pull him out. It's, it's their own Aye. fault. Um, so yeah, another it's a soft penalty for us. But again, we had a ridiculous red card and and that free kick for their goal very questionable as well. So again, it just highlights the absolute incompetence of the referee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've got another wee special shout-out to Oda again, who, if he could learn to cross and take a shot once in a while, is going to make hearts millions. <laughs> He's in contact this fucking awful shit. It really it's, is. It's his running into the box, and then it's like, if he shoots, he's probably getting at least on target. But he's looking for the pass. Yeah, and I think it is just a confidence thing. It's just... It's one of these ones where it's. I feel like the season's going to come to a finish too soon for him. Yeah, he's going to come out Hibs or even at Rangers, going to go Ibrox and score a hat trick or something. <laughs> he's going to be on a high, and he's going to be like six against Hibs, and then it's season's <laughs> finished, and you're like, "Fuck, we <laughs> missed it." Exactly. It's just uh, they just need to be drilling into him in, in the in training, just. Fucking shoot! Because if he does, is one of them's going in? Ah, yeah. I mean, we're not exactly blessed with great keepers in the SPFL, so <laughs> um, you know, hit it. And yeah, I think you're right. He is. He's looking for that pass, and and even some of the passes and crossing. Once he gets near the 18 yard box, you're just like, what are you did? Have you just forgotten how to play at this moment? It's <laughs> it's mental. But yeah, no, I do. I, I I love the look of. I think he's he's. Fast, he's direct. He's, he takes on players, and and that's something that you know. The SPFL is not exactly a great standard, and if you're fast and pacey and direct like he is, you're already probably better than about sixty percent of the players, <laughs> even if you're not technically that good. So, <laughs> your fucking Ivan Sproul had a great career with just being fast. Ah, exactly. Um, so yeah, we we need to continue his development, and fuck knows how he wasn't getting a game. At the start of January and absolutely no idea. Decisions <laughs> been made this season have been absolutely bizarre. But anyway, so, yeah, it's good to, good to see him on the team, um, and hopefully he continues on. Yeah, definitely. And so on to the next game, and we play Aberdeen on a twelve thirty kickoff. Twelve thirty kickoff, not on the telly, because not on the telly. Fuck putting our games on telly. <laughs> um, I did manage to, Paddy. Don't you worry. I have actually managed to do it by ourselves. Uh, Lovely, because <laughs> I was struggling together. there to fill anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Aberdeen with Aberdeen drawn, 
as well. I think if we talk a wee bit about the upcoming game, I think it is a massive game. And I, th- I feel like I say this every week, but because there was two draws, it's like nothing changed. Yeah. So uh, it is a game. This is a massive, massive game. Uh, it was always going to be a big one if, if the results had sort of went our way. And, you know, if you can imagine if we could have just beaten St Mirren and with them drawn, yeah. it would have been... We would have been... Three points. points. Yeah, it's, it's unlucky, yeah. but if we win, we beat we get them at home, which is ideal. Um, we beat them, it's just two points in it uh, for third, which is, you know, as it's mentally, I think it, it's massive, especially going into, you know, a Rangers game where you've got to hope that they'll probably just play the kids. Aye. And we might actually get a result in Glasgow, <laughs> which would be incredible. And then we've got Hibs last game of the season. That could be an absolute cracker if yeah. uh, things fall our way. I, I can't remember. I'm just going to look at Aberdeen's fixtures. So they've got us then. They've got St Mirren at home on the Wednesday night when we play Rangers. So you've got hope the Paisley Patriots can do something. <laughs> and then uh, they do have Celtic last game of the season, which again... Celtic didn't look interested at their game at the weekend there, so are we bit worried that and they've got the cup final the week after, so they're they will almost definitely play kids. So I was speaking to somebody in my work though and saying they get the trophy handed to them to them that day. So they were thinking, do they put on a wee bit of a show because of that? Hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to hope I think they want to, you know, get break that hundred points. Barrier as well. They're on ninety five. Uh, so yeah, you've yeah, again things have got to go our way. Uh, it's all it is in our hands. But if we win our last three games, then you know we're in the driving seat. Considering one of them is against Aberdeen, um, yeah. and we've got to. But we do have to hope that Celtic and Saint Mirren, who don't particularly like us very much, can do us a favour. <laughs> And for any keen mathematicians out there, if Aberdeen beat us this weekend, that is third out of reach because it'd be eight points ahead with two games to play. So we have to beat them this weekend to have any chance of third, really. And on that note, anyway, so the first uh, the first buy or sell choice for this week is simply, and, you know, Simon, Jarvin, Cameron have bought them all. So it's just me and you, uh, Paddy. So first one. Hearts to win. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. I think we will. I think we'll do I'm it. Also buying it, Paddy. Come on, let's do it. Macy's got us playing hearts are back. <laughs> um Janelli or Shanklin on this score sheet. Oh. I'm I'll gonna buy it. Buy that aye. I think we are I think the refs are going to be like, oh shit, we need to give them loads of pens this week. <laughs> uh, here's a one one that's close to my heart. Uh, Garan Cool to get any minutes. Do you know what? Fuck it. Bye. <laughs> I mean, we have no other strikers, so... <laughs> I'll 100% sell on that because Naismith also hates you. Uh, <laughs> And another another one that's actually close to my heart uh, is, will we finally have five members of the Broken Hearts podcast or here on Monday? Next Monday. Oh, sell. That's never happening again, I don't think. Jarvis is an Aberdeen <laughs> fan. <laughs> I am also selling. 
<laughs> I don't think Jarvie will come back from Aberdeen. European jollies and all that. Just actually forgot to say last week everyone did actually all right. Uh, Simon with three, Jarvie with two, Paddy, you got three, I got three, Cameron got two, Twitter and Instagram also got two. The running totals, which we all care about, Simon is actually finally at the top by one point over Twitter. Nice. Um, Instagram 68, Cameron at 66, myself on 64, Paddy, you're on 61, and then Jarvie is on 58. Nice, not bottom. That's all I <laughs> So, Paddy, you've bought them all. I may as well not have turned up. Had they got the same? <laughs> no, no, sorry. You've bought three and you sold the Broken Hearts podcast one. Everyone oh, else yeah, yeah. bought them all, as if there's going to be five members on next week. Now, these mugs have all lost their point. Well done. <laughs> but I will... Well, you never know. Cameron might update his yeah. next week with the totals. Who knows? Fresh hair see. and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been a very Broken Hearts podcast with the only two loyal presenters left. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I would love to tell you what our socials are, but I can't ever remember them. And we do have an email somewhere as well, but what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to one of the other episodes, you'll be able to, to find out what, what, um, what those all are. But thank you very much for listening to this very Broken Hearts podcast, and we will see you again next week. Thank